Are you an Aussie tradie and your paperwork is shady? Do the darkest farm side keep you up late at night? Are you sick of pushing paper? Swinging your tools is more you gave up. Call us the tricks of your trade. Welcome to the Tricks of Your Trade podcast, where we talk about trade business topics to help you get through business life unscathed. Does the bill to pay you late and your cash flow fluctuates? Do you dread the office work? Can't afford a full-time clerk? Consider working smarter. Don't be a business smarter. Call us the Tricks of Your Trade. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Tricks of Your Trade podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sersen, construction adjudicator and director of Tricks of Your Trade. Uh, Today, I'm going to give you five more bullshit reasons that your builder's not paying you. Uh, These are essentially what you guys would all be very familiar with as my payments on hold reasons. And the great thing about this uh, podcast is that I'm going to give you one really easy response to give them back for each of these uh, reasons that they give you. So again, uh, in my last podcast, I went through the two reasons that builders play these silly games with you to delay payment. First of which is they either can't pay you and they've got problems with their cash flow. Or the second is that they just don't know any better and they're not educated. Uh, And so you might need to go back to them and explain to them what they're doing wrong so that you can get your payment off hold. Now I'm going to get right into it today. Uh, The very first reason is no signed contract. So you've started on site, you haven't signed the contract or you've signed it and sent it back to the builder and they haven't signed it yet and sent it back or you might still be negotiating terms. It is a whole other podcast for me to go through about the risks of starting work on site without a contract. All I'm going to say at this point is please don't do this. This is not worth your time and admin and potentially your money to debt recover if this goes bad. But The builder cannot put your payment on hold for no signed contract. So in Australia, in our security of payment legislation, we essentially just need to undertake to carry out construction work for a builder uh, or for another um, company. And we have got a right to debt recover under our security of payment legislation. So that applies to all the states and territories. So... There's really no excuse if the builder is silly enough to get you on site and start accruing a debt with you uh, and not do the paperwork, they're taking on that risk as well. So at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you the answer, give you the what you say back to the builder when they give you these reasons uh, so that you can draft an email back. But I will give it at the end because the answer is the same for all of these reasons. So essentially, it will not invalidate your payment claim for the purposes of security of payment legislation if you haven't signed and returned your contract yet. Now, excuse number two, your insurance certificates have lapsed or you've never provided them in the first place. Now, it is not a prerequisite of a valid payment claim that you have issued your insurance certificates. It may be a requirement under the contract, but it's not something that the builder can come back and say you've got an invalid payment claim for. Okay. Number three, uh, you didn't give your payment claim on our payment claim template. Now, again, the security of payment legislation in Australia uh, doesn't prescribe a particular format that you need to put your payment claim in, but there are criteria for a valid payment claim in each state and territory. Not going to go into that now it's a different podcast topic but essentially if the builder comes to you and says you your payment claims invalid you're not getting paid or we're not recognizing your payment claim as having been submitted because you didn't put it on our template 
or if they say, hey, your payment's on hold until you get this fixed. It's the same reason as all these other reasons. Uh, this will not invalidate your payment claim. Number four, uh, you need to write us a special letter for a retention release. This is just the same excuse packaged in a different way for the you didn't give it in our format excuse. So again, no state or territory in the country prescribes a particular format for you to put your payment claim in and that goes for retention as well. If the builder is asking you to write a special letter for retention, I've seen builders do this in the past where they try to get you to tell them how much retention they're holding so that they don't have to commit to an amount. And so if you bundle up your payment claim, you put the wrong retention amount on your special letter that you write them, they're just going to pay you the lesser amount. So if, if you put too much on there, they're going to come back and say, no, we're only holding this much. But if you put not enough on there, they're going to go, fantastic, I got away with it. I'm just going to pay him the lesser amount because he can't even work out how much, of, um, how much money of his that we are holding. And so builders will try to pocket that cash in that way. Now, the last one, number five, you haven't signed and returned your deed of release. Now, if your um, builder is saying that your payment claims invalid because you didn't sign and return your deed of release, nine times out of 10, you are not required to give a deed of release uh, to have a valid payment claim. It all comes down to what does the security of payment legislation in my state or territory say I need to have for a valid payment claim. And in no state or territory does it say that you need to give a signed and returned deed of release. However, if your contract has the sign and return or execution of a deed of release as part of the definition for reaching or achieving practical completion, I'd urge you to get some legal advice about it because it could be the, could be the case uh, that you may not have a reference date if you have not reached practical completion because it's a prerequisite of your contract for you to give a deed of release. So there is a little loophole there uh, where the lawyers have got stuck into contracts and made things a little bit more difficult for us. But nine times out of 10, you will not be required to give a deed of release to have a valid payment claim for the purposes of security of payment. However, if, it, if this is your final claim for practical completion and it's a requirement for you to give the DOR so that you can reach PC under your contract, you need to get some legal advice about whether or not you've got a reference date for that. So this will be a much shorter podcast because those were pretty simple uh, but very common problems that I have phone calls about all the time where uh, subbies are calling me up and saying, this turkey's holding my payment claim uh, for a DOR and I don't agree with the amount he's got on the DOR, do I have to sign it? Um, and or we haven't sent, sent back the contract or we sent the contract back, but they're, they're processing it and they're holding our payment claim because they're taking forever to process it. So here's what you should go back and say to your builder if they're giving you any or all of these reasons. Uh, so you're going to say, hi, builder. Sorry, we upset the apple cart. Happy enough to send this over now. But just to let you know, we don't think it's reasonable to keep our payment on hold for this reason. We see this as, a, as an admin issue. And we know that it doesn't invalidate our payment claim for the purposes of security of payment. Could you please confirm for me how much we will be paid and when it will be paid? Also, can you please confirm whether you intend for this email to be a payment schedule for the purposes of the Security of Payment Act? Now, what you are saying to them essentially there is, we're happy to jump through your hoops for the sake of the relationship. 
unless of course you're being spoon-fed a DOR that you don't agree with. In those instances, you really need to be getting advice if you're getting shoved a DOR under your nose that doesn't reflect the figure that you think is the final contract value. Uh, and then you're saying, hey, this isn't actually fair what you're doing here. We do have a valid payment claim. So put yourself in a position and tell us how much you're going to pay us and when we're going to be paid. And then you're basically that last line there. Can you confirm for me whether or not you intend for this email to be a payment schedule for the purposes of security of payment legislation? You're calling them out and saying, hey, do you really think this is a very good payment schedule? If we're to go to adjudication, do you intend to rely on this? And it's important to ask this question. I know that uh, in my last podcast, I really hit home on asking this question for each of the five stupid reasons you're not being paid. The reason that you really want to know is because if they come back and say, yes, this is my payment schedule, well, the timeframes for you to enforce your payment claim or debt recover will run from that payment schedule if it's a valid payment schedule. So you really need to know what the builder's intentions are. So nice and short one for today. I do have to give you my little disclaimer about the uh, points that I've made in this podcast. I do intend this information for training purposes only. If you have a specific matter, uh, you shouldn't take this as advice in respect of that specific matter because I haven't seen your documents. I don't know what your contract says uh, and I don't know the specifics around uh, what you have got going on. So if you have a builder that is doing any one of these things to you and you need to ask more questions, please contact me or get advice. Uh, please get legal advice from a lawyer uh, and find out where you stand. So have a fantastic weekend. If you have any questions about well, what I've been talking about on this podcast, you can email me at questions at tricksofyourtrade.com.au or you can contact me through my website at www.tricksofyourtrade.com.au. Thanks very much for listening.